This is the Art Beauty Podcast, where we are always reaching for truth in beauty. Remember, the brands on this show are not paying to be here, so we get to ask the questions you want answered because you deserve to be informed so you can make the best choices for yourself. With that said, I'm Amber, and today my fabulous co-host is Kata Burke-Williams. She is the founder of Our Side Perfumes, and I am so excited to have her on today. This, I'm telling you, has become the scent that is like, I, I'm most excited to add to my fragrance wardrobe. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Kata. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to connect and chat more. I am too. So I got to tell you, you know, we've done a number of podcasts on fragrance. Um, and certainly fragrance is something that A is so personal. Um, and that's, that's hard to describe. It's hard to sell. You have to smell fragrance. Um, but this is a fragrance and I'll tell you, for me, it is dusk. You have three <laughs> incredible fragrances, which we'll be talking all about, but this is one that I have been wearing and people will literally stop me and say, oh my God, what are you wearing? And for me, that's just like one of the highest compliments. And I kind of love that. Yes. I love that too. And that makes me so happy that you're a dusk fan. That <laughs> is the second fragrance we formulated. And I also like love it. I think it's kind of the it person, um, scent it it like shows that you are all about it without trying too hard um and I love it for like a night out a date night um dusk is that that girl <laughs> I mean I'm wearing it right now just in my house it's like one of those fragrances that you're like oh and it feels luxurious you know I'm gonna get into all of the fragrances but I found that your story is so interesting um and, and forgive me for saying this you know I feel like you know the traditional perfumers Right. Well, one, a lot of them are men, right? A lot of them are working yes. for some of like the big fragrance houses. I would love to know how you got into fragrances. Like what was your journey? Yeah, um, definitely. I think fragrance can be a little pale and male, as I like to, to mm -hmm. say. Um, but for me, my love of fragrance, I think, has pretty much always existed. It's you know, some of my earliest memories have scent associated with them, um, like smelling honeysuckle at our house in Ohio, or, you know, the smell of hot dogs in a parking lot, like all of those kind of nostalgic scents. Um, those are, are part of my, my memories. And for me, um, I was that girl who never really fit in. You know, I grew up in this multicultural household. My mom is Jamaican and she's an immigrant. My dad um, was black from the South, but I grew up in this very small suburb and never really fit in anyone's box. And so I looked for escapes. Um, you know, at first that escape was through figure skating and then through reading and then later through scent. So whether it was going to Bath and Body Works and smelling the cucumber melon lotion or burning candles with my mom on the weekend, for me, scent was this thing where I could close my eyes, breathe deep, and just for a little be transported somewhere else. So that was kind of the earliest inklings of my love for scent. Um, but to your point, it's been it's been a journey. I never thought that I could do anything with it. So I followed kind of a straight and narrow path. And I went to college and I worked for two big corporations before finally being at business school, um, where I had a conversation with my sister that sparked the idea for what would become our side. Okay, wait a minute. So you, <laughs> but you went to business school, were you thinking that you were going to be in um, sort of cosmetics, fragrance? No. What, what were you thinking? Like, <laughs> girl, what were you thinking? I know, right? Um, I was not thinking that. I did not think I would do anything with entrepreneurship. Um, and I 
I'm somebody who's existed kind of outside the beauty community. I don't wear a ton of makeup. I like it. I'm just bad at applying it. You look radiant and beautiful. Thank you. Um, and you know, for me, I've always loved scent, but I've kind of loved men's fragrances. I liked buying, um, oils from the farmer's market and kind of experimenting with things that weren't really what was offered. So I never really felt like I was represented. Um, and it was a conversation with my sister, uh, Kaja, she's three years younger than me. So she's kind of on this Gen Z cusp where, okay. you know, we realized that she, she had gone into a Credo beauty store and she'd made a lot of swaps for conscious um, beauty products. And she had stopped wearing fragrance because she was like, you know, traditional fragrance kind of gives me headaches and we have asthma and allergies. She's like, it's just like too much. I don't really feel seen or represented by these bigger brands. I don't feel like their values have really come up to date. And so I think I'm just going to, you know, sit it out and not wear fragrance anymore. And I was like, well, that's so disappointing um, because we see all of these new creators and new visions um, in color cosmetics and skincare and hair care. So like, why doesn't that exist uh, yet in fragrance? And we decided that like, maybe we should be the people to bring that to life, uh, which was this crazy wild idea. And so it really started as this tiny idea. I got a grant from Harvard to start working on the idea, start learning more since I'm not from the industry and did like all the research, all of the things. Um, and that's kind of how we got our start. Uh, and for me, I think, at our side, it's so important that we're kind of reimagining fragrance from the who gets to be represented, you know, who is celebrated, who whose stories are told to your point. Um, we work with a perfumer that's U.S. based. Um, our manufacturer is in the Bronx because we want to show that luxurious products exactly can be created in unexpected places. Right. So we're all about doing things just a little bit different. You know, I have to say, I, I love the Bronx. I started my career as a news reporter in the Bronx at News 12. So that always has wow. a place in my heart. Yes. But when I found out that you were you're, you were manufacturing this and producing these in small batches in your lab in the Bronx, I was like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Got to give a shout out to, um, yes. you know, where, where my business started. Um, you know, so so you do all this research, you had a grant. And, and what was that research? Were you kind of looking in like, who do I, who, who do I formulate? What is that process like? It was a lot. Um, and I think it was one of those things where looking back, you're like, how, why did I think I could do that? Um, I'm glad I didn't know what I know now. Um, but it was a lot of just reading, reaching out to people on LinkedIn, anything I could do to learn more since I came from outside beauty, you know, a lot of my experience, I had an understanding of kind of what retail looks like from the grocery side. Um, but it's not beauty, right. And so for me, it was trying to get in touch with manufacturers with um, suppliers of components like the glass bottles to understand, try to talk to other founders who maybe haven't done something in fragrance, but did something in skincare or color cosmetics to understand their journey, and really just try to build my network of people with a wealth of knowledge. Since even though we launched this January and things are going well, I'm still always learning and I'm looking to partner with people who know the craft. Um, so for me, it was a lot of being humble and a lot of being really open. And then having to trust my gut um, that the ideas I have for these fragrances and for doing something a little different than has been done, that it is still good and it's right and I should trust it. And so that was also a big piece of the, the learning puzzle. I mean, I'm telling you, I am blown away by all you've achieved. You know, when you were reaching out to people on LinkedIn, and I think this is really good for anybody to hear, no matter whether you want to go into beauty, fragrance, or any sort of industry, did you find that people were helpful? I think so, right? I think of it like 
you might as well shoot your shot. Um, you're going to get turned down. You're going to get people who ignore you. You're going to get people who don't have the feedback that you want. But I found for the most part, people were willing to help and share their perspective and share their advice. And honestly, I was floored um, by how, how helpful people were willing to be, especially since um, I'm trying to break into an industry that typically doesn't have a lot of people that are women or that are people of color. And so I was really appreciative of kind of how the village came to support me since although I'm a founder doing this alone, it is definitely a community effort. I love that you're saying that um, because it does. It takes a village. And I find, you know, I remember one of the things going back to my Bronx days when I was a reporter, I was so blown away because you would show up to a story, a live breaking story. And I always thought, you know, from watching TV that everybody, every reporter would be like very quiet. But I found that people were so helpful and they're like, what did you hear? What did you hear? What did you hear? Because at the end of the day, we all just needed to get the story out. We wanted to get things done and we want to celebrate each other. So it's good to know that other okay. um, founders, other people were willing to help you. Um, so exactly. how did you, you linked up with a um, a perfumer. Is it Danny Doe? It's Daryl Doe. Yes. Daryl Doe. Thank you. Okay. So how, how did you meet him and what was that like? Yeah, so it came through kind of the roundabout of connection. Basically, how I got in touch with him is through the grapevine of the network. Uh, we were really fortunate to be a part of um, Amy Liu at Tower 28. She put on this program called Clean Beauty Summer School, and we got into it the first year that she did it. And we were the only like pre-product brand. We had this inkling of an idea of like what we wanted to be. I think she was the first person to really say, hey, you have something. I see some like some possibility. So that really solidified for us that you know, we could do something. But through that program, I got put in touch with a mentor who put me in touch with somebody else who recommended Daryl. Um, and, you know, through that grapevine, I was able to meet him first. I think it was over Zoom and a call because it was during COVID. Um, eventually, masks on, you know, six feet apart and felt like um, he really saw our story and what we really wanted to do. And I appreciated that. I loved that he is, you know, a classically trained perfumer, has all of the knowledge, has all the skills, has kind of been a ghost perfumer behind a lot of um, interesting scents and somebody who I felt like was really willing to hear what I had to say and what I wanted to do and was open to doing things a little bit differently. And so for me, that kind of sealed the deal. I mean, I, so I was doing a little digging on his Instagram and which I love because there's a few pictures of him in the lab coat with all the bottles yes. behind. So when you finally like went into that meeting are like, where does one even begin? Right. I mean, are you like, okay, you know, you've got your bottom notes, your top notes, your mid notes. Like, do you kind of tell him a story and did he come and he was like, here's 10 or are you in there like sniffing tons of bottles mm. and you're like, I like this. I don't like this. Like, what is that like? Yeah, so I think one of the reasons why I was so excited and why I love working with Daryl is that um, I am the driver. I am that creative director and he is a perfumer who's putting like the chemistry and the magic together to like make something beautiful. Um, whereas some fragrance houses do it a different way where they say, here are 10 cents um, that we think you might like and let's adjust these. I love working from scratch because I have a really clear idea of what I want. So for example, Moondust, the first fragrance that we formulated, um, I knew that I wanted it to have citrus. I knew that I wanted it to be kind of bright and heady on the top. Um, I knew that I wanted some, uh, some cooling spice. I knew that I wanted Palo Santo and vetiver in it. And so he helped me round it out with what else could kind of be a fit and how, what we'll use as naturals, what we'll use as, as synthetics. 
but I was pretty specific about kind of how I wanted it to smell. And I also had a story. Each of our stories is inspired by each of our senses inspired by a story and a daydream. And so I think that was also really helpful to give him a perspective of this is how I want people to feel when they're wearing our scent, not just how I want it to smell. So that gave us room for conversation. And it was that exploration of me learning, me having to let go of the reins a little bit and seeing how he interprets what I have to say. Um, okay, well, let's get into the stories. But, but before we do that, I have to ask you, like when you would go into these meetings, would he have like 10, 20, 30 different things for you to smell? And like, how does that go? How does it work? Yeah. So at the start, the first meetings are a lot of Um, it's almost like dating, right? It's a lot of like listening to what I have to say, trying to interpret what I say versus what I mean, um, because I don't have a lot of the technical fragrance, you know, terminology and knowledge. And then in the subsequent meetings, it's, hey, here is what they call a mod, basically a sample of what we interpreted after all of our conversations that we think it might be. Then I smell it, he smells it, and I interpret it and I say, well, I wanted actually like a little less bergamot or okay. I want you to bring up the mint because I want that fresh smell to come through a little bit more. Um, let's go back to the drawing board. So then we go back to the drawing board. They adjust, they take meticulous notes of what they adjust. Um, and then we come again and we do that until we feel like the fragrance is in a spot where like, this is it. This is what I wanted. And that's how it goes. <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, this sounds one, like a lot of fun, but also a lot of stress. Um, you know, for, um, so let's start with the three fragrances. So you started with Moondust. That was your first. What was the mm-hmm. story behind that? Yeah. So Moondust, for me, it's all about this feeling where, I don't know if you've ever felt it, but like almost like you're connected to the earth, but also to something above. And so um, for me, it's almost like this tamer burning man feeling. Um, I can read the daydream or you can go to our website and read it, but it was really about this feeling of um, almost just being in awe of everything that's there. So I grew up in Ohio um, and in the summers, you might walk barefoot because it wasn't as crazy as New York um, on, on a road, right? And you might be standing on this warm road and feeling it under your feet. And you look above and like the sky is just this incredible sky um, and you almost feel like it's pulling you up. And I wanted the fragrance to, to feel like that, where it's this moment where you almost feel suspended because it, the citrus um, and the mint is kind of heady and it's making you feel like you're looking above and the vetiver and the palo santo is grounding you. So it's this weird contradiction of sorts, um, but that somehow works. And so that was moon dust. <laughs> it's a lot of just explaining the feelings, but that's, that's how moon dust came to life. And that's that feeling that I wanted people to get. But it does have, and you know, it's so funny now that you say it, um, I kind of smell like almost like a, like a citrus, like a fresh cut grass, yes. you know, I, I, I see it's that. It's very green and earthy. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, okay. And so, um, so dusk, which by far, dusk. you know, I, listen, I, I'm sorry to say, but like, I, I, I got this discovery We kit. all have our favorites. <laughs> Dusk is my jam. Like it is my, and I feel like I haven't had a scent that could be like my signature scent, but I think that this is going to be it. Um, Yay, that's good. Super excited about the way. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, so, so what was the, what was the sort of story behind that or the feeling behind that? Yeah. So dusk, I would say is almost like if you like smoky or boozy scents, um, dusk is kind of like that, but it's not super sweet since for me, sometimes you know, really sweet fragrances overwhelm me and give me headaches. So I wanted to think about how we could recreate that. And for Dusk, the feeling in the story is about 
um, almost like if you were at this bar, maybe like this bourbon bar, let's say. Um, and so you're kind of smelling like this boozy bourbon um, vibe and you have this leather jacket, right? That almost smells like a little bit of like smoke um, and the bourbon and you leave the bar, you walk outside, somehow you make it to this like clearing of, um, of grass and you're walking through the grass and you walk towards this lake. And in the distance, you see people having a bonfire, but it's that that feeling of like a little bit of smokiness, a little bit of boozy, a little bit of green because you're walking through the grass. Um, and that that is like the dusk vibe of like, it's the perfect accomplice for, you know, those like those long nights that turn into early mornings. Um, and yeah, that's dusk. <laughs> I mean, I'm just laughing now because um, my my husband has become like a whiskey drinker. And like, as you're saying all this, I'm like, huh, I wonder if this is just sort of, you know, why I'm so attracted to this is like where I am in my life yes. right now. Um, we're about to go to Japan. And I was like looking at these whiskey bars. So now yes. I'm like, oh, it all makes sense, right? Like it's all I'm having this moment, but, but maybe that's what it is too. Because I think that, you know, when I was younger, I loved like a lot of those really sweet vanilla-y scents. And I still mm -hmm. do like I loved Angel. Um, I just you know, mm -hmm. but now it's like a little too much. So I think yeah, everything changes. Changes a little bit, but I will say this too because I just sprayed Moon Dust in my hand, which is you have to try these, right? Because perfume will also react with your body chemistry and smell different. Exactly. But all three fragrances have very distinct and different scent profiles. Yeah, that was the goal. I wanted to create this variety, especially since we only came out with three, um, I wanted to make sure that, you know, for the different moods and your different vibes, that there would be a scent that represents that. So moon dust to me is like, kind of like the everyday, if you're just taking a walk outside, like you could spray moon dust, it's almost, you could spray it as like a room spray kind of feel. Um, dusk is for like the date nights when you want to feel more sultry and nostalgia is like, you know, if you need a warm embrace or for the sticky summer days, like nostalgia, I, I layered nostalgia and sunbum uh, sunscreen. And actually that was like an amazing layering combination that I did not expect. I'm gonna spray it on this <laughs> hand. So let's talk about nostalgia. Yeah, so nostalgia is the third fragrance that we formulated. Nice. And that one is actually inspired by a story that my mom would tell my sister and me a lot growing up about her, this is like in the 1980s, um, visiting Tunisia. She was, long story short, basically a backup dancer in France and went to this show that she was dancing for, basically for this like uh, singer in Tunisia. And um, she, after the show, went back to her hotel room and then decided she like wanted to go on a walk, which I'm like at night alone and like as a 20 something, I don't know if that was like the safest, but anyway, so she went on a walk um, and she talks about opening this um, gate, this like white gate and all of these jasmine plants were cascading down and it's by the water. And so she smells basically like the kind of like ocean breeze, um, the, the, the jasmine plants and kind of like the earth. For me, I wanted to interpret her story in our own way and bring, you know, jasmine to kind of be more modern. Cause I think there are a lot of great jasmine scents out there, but a lot of them are super powdery and kind of like stuck in the eighties. And that's great. They all have their moment, but I wanted to reinterpret what jasmine means. And so for us, this is like making jasmine kind of that sticky, sweet, um, kind of like woody and earthy dry down kind of vibe of like how it might be to actually experience jasmine with all of these other things around you. You know, you just brought up a great point. Um, 
when I have to do say it, it does smell, you know, now that you're kind of knowing and <laughs> describing the fragrances and it also has like a bright citrusy feel. Yes, it does. Um, you know, you, you, you hit something though, that I find is very interesting. Some of these, you know, older fragrance houses, they have a more powdery, like almost an older scent to them. I feel like your perfumes really have a very modern, fresh vibe on them. Um, which, you know, and I guess it's powdery. That was, I was trying to like, think about like, how is this different, you know? Um, but it it does, it has like a very hip sort of fresh vibe. Um, so you launch with the three and, um, you know, what does it mean to be making small batch doses in, um, it, it, in the Bronx? Yeah. So for us, I think it's a few things. We wanted to show that luxury can be made in unexpected places, right? A lot of great fragrance has been made in grass, but if you think about a lot of fragrance has been around for a long time, right? Um, And so I wanted fragrance that represents more stories than just what's out there. And I thought one way to do that is from, you know, how the fragrances smell, but also how they're made. So for us, um, we're not reinventing the wheel. We're not, we're not creating fragrance in a whole new new way, but we are using elements that already exist, pairing them in interesting ways, and making sure that we're representing people who maybe didn't have the chance to be represented yet. Um, And so for us, that means making things consciously. Um, We make all of our fragrances in the Bronx, to your point, in small batches because we care about quality. We use really high quality natural ingredients, um, and we use a lot of them um, in our fragrances also because we want our fragrances to have good lasting power. But I think we're at this moment, um, this inflection point where we're showing that luxury can also be kind of forward thinking, and it can also mean, you know, conscious and good to the earth and the environment. So we're trying to do all of that um, as a small brand. Um, I love that. And I saw that, you know, you've had some sellouts. Um, yes. <laughs> how that must feel amazing. And, and yes. also, you know, from a business point, you're like a little scary, but I mean, yes. to, sell, <laughs> to sell out, that, that must have been, how did that feel when that happened? Um, exciting. And I think I was just really thankful of how people came out to support us, right? Uh, We had this goal and this dream and this vision, and who knows if it's going to resonate. And so to me, that meant that um, our story and what we're doing and how the fragrances smell that people like it and that people are coming out to support us. And so I'm just really thankful for that. Um, To your point, it was a little bit scary uh, getting things back in stock, but I think it means that we're doing something right that people are, you know, are noticing and that people like what we have to put out, which is the goal since, of course, it started with my inspiration, but I hope that it speaks to more people than just me. So um, it's been really exciting. We won, you know, a a beauty award for best new fragrance. Um, And I think we're we're just getting started. But to me, I'm just really excited for all the support we've gotten so far. I mean, and and you're at Credo Beauty, which is kind of a huge nod as a a new business. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Um, That has been amazing, especially since they're part of that, you know, original story and and inspiration. So to have them as our first, you know, big retail partner just means a lot. And I love that they have really high standards in terms of what it means to be conscious. So for us, that's a great partner. Um, I love visiting the stores. I love that no matter who you are, you feel welcome in the stores. And I love that um, their clean beauty experts really are experts and they look to kind of guide you and explain um, what it means for a fragrance to be conscious. Um, so they've been a great partner and I can't you know, wait to see what we do with them. 
So with all of this success, now you just launched, you said in January? Yes. So brand new, brand new. Um, you know, are, are there thoughts? I mean, first of all, take a deep breath, right? You're, <laughs> you've launched, you're successful, you've had sellouts. Um, you know, are there thoughts of where you'd like to take this brand next? Will it only stay fragrance? Are you thinking about mm. other body care? That is a good question. And my goal, I think we're, we're early, right? So we're going to have to see how everything works out. But my vision would be that we create scents for people in different walks of life. So some people are not, you know, perfume wearers and will never be. Um, but maybe they love using scent in terms of a candle or a room right. diffuser. So I think our vision is to create different scent applications so that no matter where you are in your home or in your daily life, you can bring scent with you and you can experience the power of scent because I think it can be really powerful um, to how you feel and to centering you or energizing you or making you, you know, feel, um, feel comforted. So for me, it's about how can we bring that experience to more people through different kind of scent things. Yeah. And of course, and you mentioned at the beginning, and I've talked about this on the podcast a lot, scent memory is so pervasive, you know? So if it you is. are setting something up and you have a fragrance attached to it, you know, that memory is going to be, I think, so much stronger and so much easier to access. Exactly. Um, you know, I, I do want to say, so so people can purchase the perfumes on your website. Um, mm -hmm. You are going to be so gracious and generous. We were going to have yeah. a discount code for all of our listeners that will be in the show notes. Um, but I have to say, one of the things that I'm really psyched that you did, and I have it right here, is this discovery kit. Um, I, I think that if you are somebody who is looking to fragrance, also it's great if you're a traveler, right? Yes. Um, you are getting three two milliliter bottles of this. But I will say, you look, you can see here, this is dusk. It is, yes. it is done, done, done. <laughs> and it's meant to right? be used. <laughs> um, I've got dust. I've got nostalgia. And then um, let's see. So you can see which ones were my favorite and moon dust. So I've, I, I've worn them all. I like them all. Um, but but you know what? You get quite a few wearings out of all of these too. You do. So you do. I feel and you like get to test, right? And see what works for you. Because you need to try it and give it a chance to sit and breathe and let the alcohol evaporate and see how it wears over a few hours. And if you still like it at the end. And mm -hmm. like I said, and how many people come up to you and they're like, oh my gosh, what are you wearing? And that's all right. Exactly. All right. All right. Okay. <laughs> like, this is it. <laughs> this is it. Um, Keda, I just want to say this is so amazing. Um, you know, if people want to know more about your brand, where should they go? They should go to our website, um, which is ourside.nyc. Um, since, you know, we're all about New York. And then we are on Instagram at ourside.nyc as well. And I'm the one answering a ton of those DMs and messages. So if you have thoughts, if you're like, oh, I know what scent you should make next, message me. Um, I love to chat there. So that is another good place. Oh, I absolutely love that. And of course, if you've got questions at home that you want me to pass on to this amazing, inspiring, badass woman, I'm always <laughs> happy to do so. You can write me at hello at artbeautypodcast.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Art Beauty Podcast. I want to thank you so much for being on with us today and for honestly, for creating these fabulous fragrances. Like I said, my new signature scent, Dusk. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> we will see you all next Tuesday. Hopefully smell just a little bit better. <laughs> Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. 
Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.